Beloved, this is the culture and camaraderie podcast with not your typical and lax error. Tiverius Damadici. You know already, you already know what it is. Um, look, okay, look, when you're setting these things up, you need to be prepared for all contingencies. You need to have contingency plans. For the contingencies. For the contingencies and never assume... The other person has all the things that they need to get it going. So, uh, but we're here. We're well, ready. That's in the past. That's in the past. Is it in the past? Yeah, it is now. Okay. As of five minutes ago. <laughs> um, Literally, yeah, we had we had um our pre-production meeting didn't go as planned. <laughs> so we're here now. If anything sounds, you know, how a you bit been there? How's the week been, man? You know, um, it's been an odd week. Um, obviously. I've been relaxing, mm. um, putting myself in the zone, whatnot. And, um, you know, uh, I've done some great work. I've done around like um, 10, 15 blogs, ready to, like, not blogs, but they're articles, but in, they're in blog form right now, um, mm. ready to get us up for an actual production. So um, I've really been working, like, properly, properly working. Mm. And um, a lot of people have been annoying this week. <laughs> and it's like... Oh, yeah, I saw some of your posts. It's like, who... Like, first of all, it's like, who sent you? And then second of all, it's like, I don't have the time. and I'm not obligated to have this conversation with you. And if you really wanted to have this conversation, we would both actually, like, speak on the phone. But that's not what's happening right now. You're texting me, and I hate texting, and I don't want to text you because because it's <laughs> any like of that mess. Oh, I just can't do it because it occupies my hands, and my hands are the things that I use to write my blogs. Like, I I love like I love talking. I love talking on the phone or like on Facetime while I'm doing my work. That's amazing. I feel in the past year you've been getting wrapped up in so much things like this though. Like you've been you've been getting involved in a lot of things where you're just like what. Like, why? Like, you know what I mean? Because all the times I've seen you most stressed is it's because someone has pissed you off in a certain way or they've done something that's made you like, you've given them you've given them an inch and they've taken a mile kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I find that interesting. That's been happening to me cause, since cause the beginning. Of, but that's the interesting thing because of who you are. I Like me, that, that's why whenever I see you get so annoyed about it, the way you deal with it is interesting. From my perspective. What's interesting? What's interesting is because in my in my mind, I would assume because with a lot of things you handle them well. Like you just be like, oh, that's that. Move on, get things done. You know what I mean? But with this, it's like I see it like actually it it pisses yeah. you off a different way because I care about humans, fam. Yeah, I care about who humans are, how they feel. I feel what other people feel. So it's like, how can you mismatch my energy? And then, yeah, but you and gotta then, expect. But that's what I mean. It's an expectations then, thing. I, I don't. Got, I don't expect anything. I, if anything, I expect people to disappoint me more than me being surprised at them doing something. Yeah, good. but if you you saying that, but then when they do, I see how it still. You know what I mean. I just find it interesting. I don't think it's good. I'm not necessarily saying it's good or bad. I just find it interesting. And it's a good, in, in, in a lot of ways, it's true. It's well, a good thing. Because it's like, 
the people you work with, you actually, it shows you actually. Well, people at think one I don't care. Was, yeah, exactly. Like, I think, but that's I the care. interesting thing. That's the interesting thing. I like. I love people thing. and I care a lot. And mm. this and when stuff like this happens, it's like you obviously don't know me to be speaking to me like this because. It's like, it's like, like, peep, like, <laughs> see, the texture of my character is telling me to say something, mm-hmm. but it's actually <laughs> like, because at the end, like, I hate, I hate the thought of like, that I have to have enemies or be a menace. It's kind of weird because mm-hmm. like, like, that's actually, because <laughs> this conversation is a bit, you know what I mean? Um... Where do we, where do I send this? Basically, like that's just that's just the thing that that's that's the thing that's with me. Mm. It's like I give everybody this positivity, or it's not even positive. It's affection. That's what I do. Mm. I'm affectionate and I'm caring with the way that um, I relate to people and translate my ideas, and I pass them over with care and. People don't understand the level of care and detail that I actually put in. Mm-hmm. So, much like there's um, a take back your time movement, there's um, me taking my credit movement because I'm noticing that if I don't take it, people aren't going to give it to me. And the and the end of the day is like mm. you can you can say it wasn't me. But it's the same thing with then, picking yourself up. Then when it? then you when you, you disappear and then so you, you thought that the source was all yours, and then you realize that it was actually something to do with me, then now you're in disparity. This is the problem. I got a weird view on stuff like that though, because I feel like if you're making good work and you're like actively putting it out there. Who's who who are you talking about? Just you and ge- like me? just people in general. People yeah. In if, general. if you're put, if you're disseminating your own ideas. And that's your own thesis and you're putting that work in. And if someone's like copying that or taking from that, yeah, there's, there's all these sort of legal routes or that you could go down. But like the fact of the matter is there's not really much you can do about it. If someone's taking control, like trying to copy what you're doing with the ideas that you're putting out there and disseminating, all you can do is just keep moving forward because no one's going to be able to do you better than you at the end of the day, regardless. Of course. You know what I mean? And so. I fully get that. And at the same time, it's like, why are you competing with something that you can't compete with? This is my problem. Then what exactly? Well, this, is my pro- this is my problem with other creatives. Like, well, like, I just don't, I want to understand why someone would want to compete as a creative. It's, There's no competition. Well, There's no competition. There isn't, there isn't. But that, that, that's Who's the competing? funny thing. It's because, you know, when you see, it's like, for example, when you see rappers that are in like the sort of upper echelon there, the, the people in the, the throne at the moment, mm-hmm. you, get, it, it, you get so wrapped up with what it is now and where they are now, it's hard to imagine anyone else taking their spot. You know what I mean? It's like you, even, even people who come under them or come after, you compare all those people after them to those people's lanes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, don't, so, I don't know. So the reason you do that is because it's, it, I think in large part, and is because, because I, I know I've done it a lot myself. I think when we have conversations or we see creatives that we like, new creatives, we all tend to do it. We all talk, oh, it reminds me of a bit of this and a bit of that because 
Who? I've never done that. You've never done that. You've said it's kind of like this and that. You've never compared. You've never when you've seen um, a creative, they've not uh, reminded you of another artist or given you, and you've not described them as a, another artist just to give you context. It's not that you're necessarily saying they are like those people, but you might use those terms to describe another artist. And only when, only if I'm describing it to someone else. Like I don't exactly. listen. I don't listen That's to. That's the point. I don't listen to an artist myself and think. Oh, this person reminds me yeah, of. I don't do that, but I'm saying in conversation and with conversation, that's what happens in the broader scheme of things. As creatives, yeah, we we think a, we think a bit differently, not just from other people, but from each other as well. Like, but we still, when we are speaking to other people like that, as a creative, there's a lot of people who are especially just though. huh. Like I'm an artist. Artist. That's artist, it. Creative. Mm-mm. For me, it's <laughs> no, same. it's not the same thing. I've already created a separation in my mind. Like, okay, I difference. know what you mean. I know what you mean. There's not like I know what you mean. I'm not like I'm. Okay, so See, what would you describe di- as an oh, artist? Man, what would I you feel describe like my frustrations are coming out through through this podcast, and this isn't the type of stuff that I usually like to do. But this is becoming a therapy session. Look, yeah, me personally, I'm an artist. Okay, what do you describe as an artist? I there's an there's a space right. There's this space where, because I described this to you when we were on co-op, this is how it is in my mind. There's a space where all ideas live. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing new or old, only borrowed, those type of shit, right? And then I pull from the interspace and use my body as a channel to give to other people. Mm. So when I'm creating a thesis, like, and then... Um, spending years formulating this one substance and then being able to give it in a three-hour speech in Starbucks or whether I'm talking about all of the um, black black people that are doing very well and I've been looking for the past five, ten years and then, like, um, going forward to see where everything could be, that is me pulling from a space that I've... One, one is... Um, from the space in my mind where all ideas live. And the other is from... Um, and the other is from research of the world and different people that live in the world with us. So I'm looking at the past mm-hmm. to translate into the future and I'm looking to the infinite substance to translate to present. Yeah. Those are two different okay. things, right? And that... That in itself is um, it's a spectac- spectacular vision. It's sport. Mm. Like, to me, that's, that's all I do. That's how I live. I get what you mean. I live I through those ideas. I get what you mean. Like a creative... Be, yeah, it's creative someone who just makes things. Will translate, will translate what's already there. Yeah. Oh, you want a, you want a logo? Because okay. I'm a, yeah. I can do creative stuff as well. You want a logo? Okay. Yeah, but when, when we're talking about ideas, like real ideas, like stuff that nobody's heard, heard of before, mm. that is artistry. Oh, yeah. No, I'll give it. But when you're talking about designing a couple things or making a layout, that's not artistry. Mm. That is like... That's just the process of creating something. Yeah. Like, and the funny thing is, like, if, let me even go into the tangent of people doing design on clothes, but you're not even thinking about placement like it's cool to have a graphic on the clothes but placement is also yeah. very important so and would you okay think, okay so would you say being an artist is is the process of 
through your creativity telling a, uh, a message. Yeah. That's like, what it is. I, like, that, I, that's like what some, you would, some... essentially, like, in a nutshell, is that's how you would define it. It's through. I don't want. I don't think I should debase it like that because it's like. But for you, for you, because it's cause like how it's what like because we're talking people, about yeah. um, we're talking about an infinite space mm. where all things live, and then you're using um, your body as a vessel to translate that to the world. That is not exactly. It's it can be a vision. It can be it can be whatever it is, but it's not. It's it. Sometimes there's no real message. Maybe. But a lot of the times there is. There could be no real message. Like there's like, cause it's, it's like thinking about life and translating like all the great philosophers or Einstein is like, like is the theory of relativity a message? Or is it a thesis on how things should be? I feel like, a th- okay, I know there's a difference between a message and a thesis, but I see a thesis as a message. I know it's like an idea. A thesis is an idea uh, based upon like you're saying, pulling from from the past and and uh, the that infinite space where all yes. things live. Yeah, yeah. Like the thing is, it's so, that's so hard to pin that down. It's so hard to pin that or explain that. In yeah, a way. you're not that's supposed like, to. That's artistry. That's, I know, the, I know, that's I know. the chaos like, of living. That's the chaos yeah. of life. Yeah. Literally. The, Order from chaos. Or everything, ev- yeah, exactly. Let's yeah. see, all of our podcasts relate, you see, because you need to have the tools to be able to even articulate something like that. If you don't have the tools, if you can't even see, like, if if you can't see what I was speaking about, if you, if, um, you can't see the infinite space where all things live and are created, then... You won't even understand. I'll just be like speaking crazy or like you'll probably think I'm fake deep or something. But literally, I close my eyes and I see things that are there. <laughs> I, wait, let me repeat that again. I close my eyes and I see things that are there. And I come back and I translate those ideas into life. Yeah. I breathe life into certain ideas. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but if I didn't have the tools, if I didn't have the articulation to write certain type of articles, to breed like um, certain types of ideas through my hard-earned research in technology, like coding, um, art history, um, world history, sociology, then I wouldn't understand how people translate to others and see where all of these great black people who are running businesses now would go. If I had no bearing, like if my mind didn't have any idea of all of these people who um, have worked before and how they're even relating to each other on social media and like the networks that they've created, then my mind wouldn't have the foggiest what is happening in this world, in this England. So when I say black renaissance or the culture of the 20s, Mm. these aren't just things that I'm doing for fun. This is like... I researched the, the past ten years. Yeah. yeah, I researched the past ten years. I saw, I saw the signs, and I'm seeing the re- the repetition because at the end of the day, life has a pattern of repetition. That if you're looking for it, you'll find it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that pattern doesn't end up exactly like you see it, but there's certain things that follow a pattern, and they and it bears fruit. And you can o- you only need to look as far as um investing in futures to 
um, say that this is what happens mm. because people make bets on the future all the time. Oil futures, gold futures, whatever type of futures you want. And that is what I'm doing. I'm, I, but at the end of the day, what I'm doing is betting on people, not on the the nature of an oil rig yeah, yeah, or yeah. a gold mine or a salt mine even, or whether um, the harvest of potatoes are going to be in abundance this year. That, like, that, that's the funny thing. Like, because, like, bring, like, to talk, because when I was watching that Tyler documentary, yeah, there was, like, there was bare things where he was talking about about these same sort of concepts. Okay, wait. Can, can I just cut you off? Um, yeah. Let's talk. Let's bring it to our space here. Okay, yeah. When um, when I was talking to you in Starbucks, yeah. Yeah. Was there any? Did you? Was there anything that you heard like it before? With the way I was, what I was explaining it. Any like no can, no, no, but, no but it made because... sense as soon as I said it, right? Yeah, and that's why I said it. it it's funny because wh when I said it, when when we had that conversation, when we had that conversation, this was the funny thing, and because this is what sort of made me believe in that sort of ether that that the muse, the that infinite space, is because, just like when we was talking about um, Ortega, mm -hmm. and how that came and that went, that that got pulled out. You know what I mean? That was in, that was already, yeah. we already pulled that out and we saw that get made. Or we saw, I love using that as a reference point. Um, and, because that's and one it's that funny because most. until now, it's like, like we talked about in the last episode, but until that point, when we was talking about, I'd been thinking about these things and ideas and, and because and, the whole time I'm trying, I've, I've been trying to make just an idea that I can put everything that I've been doing up until this point or thinking about or have created up until this point into something that I can call I don't want to say my life's work but yeah like like something that, like that which I can truly say is an idea that I've put together in all capacities and brought to life it's like that bringing that idea to life. And, and that conversation that we had about the thesis is kind of put it into words. Like you, like the way you was talking about and explaining it, it made me go, oh, do you know what? Yeah. Like that, that makes, that, that's the words I needed to explain the what the things I've kind of been thinking about. You know? And that's, that's basically, that's, I, that's I, everything in a yeah. nutshell. That's, yeah. Because we had this conversation before when um, other people vex me. It's like, I've... I don't know whether I've delivered so much, but there has been fruits that I've bared from the words that I've said. Mm -hmm. And it's not like um, I've never seen it. It's just that now I know exactly how it works. Mm -hmm. And that is what I care about the most because... Well, you know how what works. The... How, how my mind... How I translate oh, ideas. How your mind works. How, how um, 
how when people say, oh, you're special or you're a genius and stuff, why they would say that? Because to me, that's the weirdest thing that you could say to me because um, I'm not... Um, I'm not... I didn't start out as book smart. I was theory heavy. Like, it wasn't until I read a lot of books or until... Um, I not, not even read a lot of books. I learned a lot of words. I learned what words meant. Mm-hmm. And then I learned the power of words. Then I learned how to use words. And now I'm here. Funny, that's another thing I got from you, actually. I read... I st- every time I see a word now that I... I'm like, what does that mean? I'll go out of my way to search that up. And I save that. You know what I mean? Like, that's one thing I always try and do. I search up a screenshot on my phone. Yeah, fam. Because that is it's so important because... Meaningful. It's like, that's what I'm talking about because I think a large part of why you was able to ex- sort of explain and uh, consolidate the ideas you've sort of come up with in the theories you're going to... It's because it's large part because of that vocabulary. Yeah. Like... That's the structure. And that's why when we had the conversations, it's like, oh, yeah, having a thesis. Because that's the funny thing about words, man. It's like, you can hear a word. It's, it's kind of like that thing of, like, you say uh, butter a million times. It stops being a word. It's just a sound. Or you say, like, uh, even if you say the word consolidate a million times, it just becomes a, a bunch of syllables mm-hmm. instead of, like it loses meaning but if you like actually try to understand that word the context where it came from where it originated from mm-hmm. that changes the whole idea behind vocabulary and the way you use words and it can actually help help solidify the ideas that you do have yeah so that's important so true. yeah i just like there is there's literally simple things like that that is just like i think that Everyone should have. I didn't make up words. Mm-hmm. I'm only a twenty-something-year-old. No like I don't. Yeah, like words have existed long before, and there will be new words after me. Mm-hmm. I didn't invent words, but when it comes to certain things that I've like brought to existence, I just feel like there's there's a real space for that, and that's why like um that's one of my real reasons like that I would want to just get back into academia because. At the end of the day, I need to defend that thesis because, and then that that can get published, and then it will be mine, like for real, for real, and then that will be cemented in history. Mm. So it like that would be a real thing, right? But it's like, what would you what would you say is your your current? Because would you would you say you have more than just one thesis? Of course. Or, or, or is it like an overarching thesis? I guess that's what I'm asking. What would you say is your overarching thesis um, that you would want to put into a paper or a book? Or no, there's like or, there's or, literally because before I even told you um, everything that I said, it was like this is what my second book is about. That was basically the reason for that conversation. It was like my second okay. book. And um, those ideas are things that I'm going to actually publish in a book. Okay, what the thesis of having a thesis? Or, or having a... It's, it's called something else. But, but, I, want, yeah. I want to write the book. Okay, sorry, <laughs> so, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I actually want to sell the book. I actually want... 
I want to make a living off the words that I speak sometimes. Like, <laughs> like anyways. Oh, um, just trying to give him a taste, you know? Um, no. Yeah, like, and, and that, and because, no, it's, it's perfectly fine. Like, no, but it's literally, stuff. it's stuff that I've, three, four years of my life. Like, literally, mm. you, you literally, you've been there every single year. Like, me, from looking cruddy, to like not having a computer, still studying, all the times that I didn't even have peace to Whoa. travel to places. Wait, how long didn't you have a computer for like a year? Yeah, like 18 months, bruv. Bruv. Imagine, I and look at the way I'm working it. right now. I had it, I didn't have mine. The most I've not had mine for three months. Oh my God, I couldn't. Bro, I was and look at the pace that I'm working at right now. Look at the pace that I'm working at right now. Imagine if I had a computer 18 months sooner. So when was when was this big switch where you was like, oh, like when when did it kick in? Would you it say it kicked in when this, I was like this um, level of you was basically, like you know what? I'm not I'm not doing I'm not putting my foot on the pedal. What do you mean? Well, it's like you said you said like now look at the rate I'm on. Would would you say this was because this was because of your computer or was it something else? No, it's um one hundred percent because of my computer because. Um, I needed a computer to do all things, whether it was like doing 3D design or doing architecture, I needed a computer. No matter what, like I need, for me to work at um, 100% capacity, I need a computer. And even if I've got a phone... Well, because well, before, you was, before you was doing the blog, you wasn't putting out this much content, is what I'm saying. It's like before, Pardon? you wasn't putting out before I, you I had my blog. blog three months before... Um, you got your computer back. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And then... So that's the why I asked, it, was it because of the computer? In yeah. the month, in the month of my having a computer, the work rate tripled. Mm. So it's like, the computer changed everything. It wasn't that um, I don't work hard. Oh, no, 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 it's no. Of course that. not. But, 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 because it's, because there's a difference between working hard and because this is what I also wanted to talk about as well. It's like, once, it's the zone, it's the zone, isn't it? It's, the, it's it's that thing that you talk about it's the zone where it's like you're going just because of the amount of energy you've concert you've directed and focused and amassed it compounds you know what i mean so you're because of that mm-hmm. focus you do more than you could have ever done before yeah because of that focus it's like you focus so much that's why when you see people like it's like for example tyler's going yeah yeah, yeah i'm gonna produce for like all the biggest artists um like I'm going to do pop. I'm yeah. going to do rap. I'm going to make a film. I'm going to do this. And, and they're going to do it. And the, and it's going to be, I can imagine Tyler making a great, film. same thing with Fly Low. Fly and Lotus, he's working with some of the biggest uh, directors, animators in, uh, um, in Japan. And he's still making like world-class albums and music and working with world-class artists like Anderson, pa- Anderson Park, et cetera, et cetera. And it's that, that thing when, when the focus sort of hits, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, it's so like, when, when okay, that's a better question. When would you say the zone kicked in? Um, I always had it, but I've like always neglected it. Sort of like I remember in uni, just like doing work and mm-hmm. like learning super duper fast, mm-hmm. and then um being like, oh, I've done this amount of work, and then like I just got bored, didn't it? And then because really, well, and why truly, did you get bored? Why do I? Because everything ended up being too easy let me let me let me tell like the whole short story right it was me everything that i've that after i learned the skill basically it becomes easy the thing that i'm doing becomes too easy and then like i can switch in 
not switch on, but switch into whatever place that I need to do to work as fast as I can. Because the thing, what I do is I learn the skill, then I execute as fast as possible. That is the two levels that I've got. So, and when the pace is insane, I'm just like, I get so bored. And then that's what book took me onto the trajectory of thinking, there's got to be harder stuff out there. So then I started learning economics, then I started learning psychology, then I started learning sociology, then I just started looking at humans different and just, like, um, observing even more. Like, before, when we were in art school, it was like, you, you watch humans to um, just see how they walk, so that you can learn anatomy and see how different bodies move in different types of ways. Mm-hmm. And that's how you used to watch them. But now it's like you watch conversations. And then and then that helped me with writing scripts. But would you say that it was that that would you would but, you say it was that that made you move from animation? Um, so to speak, or working in No, like what happened with animation VFX. is like um everything got Sorry. too expensive and then um what they wasn't making it. Was? No, they just like um, what they were trying to make wasn't new. It wasn't innovative. Oh. It wasn't like it wasn't me. Like the reason yeah, I went Hollywood into it isn't. A, yeah, it's a bit isn't mad. The it's like the Lion King film. It's like it's like that's cool, mm. but it's not like it's like even even with Toy Story. I watched Toy Story. For, like I I was not compelled to. Watch. I saw the trailer. I was not compelled to watch Toy Story. I didn't even know it came out, fam. At all. What, John Lasseter retired? Um, Johnny Ive has left Apple? Like, basically, the two places I've wanted to work um, since I... um, By the time I was 25, have, like, the two reasons that I wanted to be there are gone. Like, John Lasseter left Pixar, and Johnny Ive, um, the lead... The, like, designer of the iPhone, basically, has left. So the two people that have made completely new things and like that's this is like one of those world end of things because um I was talking to you this about the other day and then um I'll short time it's now I'll go back it's like do the things in the time that you need to do them or else that moment is too fleeting and it will go yeah, away cool. and if I'd maybe stayed um the course if I if I decided that I wasn't gonna because even right now I get bored of writing mm. but doing. We're doing. We're able to do a podcast because I can execute um, this type of work extremely fast, and you can um, put this out extremely fast. And then it's like, because it will be two hours or three hours after this conversation, and then everything will be ready. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, what what else do I do? Okay, I make free blogs. Okay, what else do I do? Okay, I make bare images for that blog. Okay, what else do I do? And then now I'm three months ahead. And then now I have to like start giving myself challenges. And that's where Prime Night came from because it's like I've got 41, um, 41 blogs that I'm actually executing from August 22nd or something like that. And 41 is a prime number, prime, not your typical, mash that together. And now, it's a, now I've made it a thing and like now I'm branding it. And it's, and it's only because like I'm this work is going to be able to get done before the week's end. Mm-hmm. And that's just my level. Like, I'm, and the thing is, here's, here's the answer to your question, which was um, where I switched on was like, I, I had to realise within myself that I was going to get bored. 
because there was a certain level of economics where I was just like, dude, this is boring. Um, my parents were like, like, my parents were literally looking at me, talking about these things, and like, they were asking me, why, why don't I go to school to learn this economics or like um, psychology and all of this stuff? And I was like, it's not really the point. It's not, it's not. It wasn't yeah. the point. And then, um, so and that's the extent to which um, I studied it, like privately. Like the books are there. The notes even are just like under your arm. It's like um, the point. The point of me is to create, basically. I know I can be emergence and acquisitions, but that's not me. The point is is to work to the best of my ability. And one of those fun things is like writing articles on a website isn't gonna make me money precisely. It's not. That isn't the point. Like making money from the website is not the point. So I don't plan to do that. It's the actual execution of solid ideas at a high level. That is the point. That's it, really, isn't it? It's only, it's only the execution of high-level ideas. High-value ideas that people are going to be able to um, look back on. Because at the end of the day, in the past six months, there are, there's not... I don't know a 26-year-old um, below out there or 30 year old below out there that's executed to that level out, out, out of everybody that I know. Let me oh, just say, personally, yeah. yeah, personally, like I don't know. I don't know anyone that's done as much work as I've done. Mm. I don't. I don't. I don't know anyone that works in front, that works ahead of time. I don't know. I don't, I still don't know yet. And this isn't even me bragging or bossing. This is me like, um, this was a hurt on my inside. It was like, I was so upset that nobody was like me or no one could even relate to what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, these are the cards that I've been dealt sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, you've got to roll with it. So oh. it's like, mm. okay, let me just execute this hard. Or else, because I'm going to get bored and then it's like... Uh. But what's so good about, that's the funny thing though, but what's so good about the doing that and like just focusing on bringing ideas to life. Pardon? What's so good about oh. just focusing on bringing ideas to life? I thought that was a question. No, no, no. What's yeah. so good about it is no matter what you do, mm. it doesn't. The medium doesn't matter. Yeah. The medium no longer Literally. matters. Literally. And with every single person who I respect creatively, like or artistically, I should say. Mm, yeah. That is the the core. That's basically at the center what it is there's there's a part of them it's almost like they're trying yeah they're trying to put to they're just trying to put something together they're trying to piece the puzzle together yeah remember they're trying to overcome the ability to put that puzzle not even the overcome the ability to put that puzzle together but it's the process of putting that puzzle together which is it's the thing yeah, it's like um, a lot of people just um, have the codes mm. that you want. And from the beginning, like... Um, There's a really nice one there, sorry. Uh, yeah. Is that, is that, what is that? It's behind you on the, on the ground. Oh, it's the okay. infuser. Okay, um, sorry, yeah, uh, with Tyler, he was... Um, his message or his code in all of his music is like, um, be exceptional, be yourself. 
be exceptionally yourself. And I heard that message from the beginning. From the beginning, and some and there there are some utterances of him saying stuff like that from the beginning of like from his first tape bastard, like mm. and he has just been saying that. And it's only like when he's twenty-five now, or wait, he's twenty-eight now, um, that uh he's able to like say it directly or say it in a way that's he's just able like, to articulate it. Yeah. yeah. And with me, like um, that was a funny thing, it's like I have only been able to articulate um, a small amount. Like, I feel like it's only 20% that I'm hearing. I, d- then, I don't even think about that yet. But I feel like I see... I feel like my... Like, it's so weird. I feel like a blind man whose, like, vision's like, you can just <laughs> see light. That's how I feel right now. Like, it's, it's so weird. Because... Like, I think the thing that sort of comes together for me right now Mm-hmm. is this this idea that I've been developing. And literally, bro, it's got, it started to have a life of its own. And that's how I know it's, it's the embodiment of the energy and the essence that I want Yeah, I know. What you're exhibit. doing is breathing life into oh, an idea. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you're yeah, doing. exactly. Like, that is everything that I know you've wanted to do. Yeah. And um, every conversation we've had since um, for the past three years or so has been an attraction towards that. Mm -hmm. It's like an attraction towards um, understanding how you can breathe life into an idea because this isn't the first idea that you wanted to breathe life into. It's just the one that's engaging you right now. It is, it is. But do you know, but, but that's the thing. All the other ideas that I've had, the last time I feel like, I've, I've had like a sort of 10 year gap. What do you mean? In my, man, the, when I first picked up drawing, I was seven years old. Okay. And that was when, <laughs> so great. This, this, this sits in my mind from the beginning of time. I remember me and Shahir, we used to sit next to each other in school. He was like seven years old. And, um, we had these art books. Mm. We were mad Dragon Ball Z fans. You know, it's like yeah, seven yeah, years yeah, old. Same. That is your jam, bro. Yeah. You're watching that at every chance. That was when, that was when you had Sky. Like, what? Yeah. We're in the UK. In so a massive like, box. You don't get it. You get it like on Cartoon Network at like six o'clock. <laughs> yeah, you know what bro. I mean? Once. Like, that's it. You know what I mean? One episode. No, no reload. So you're no like... plus one. And what we used to do is we... we I remember well, when we first got these new art books, mm. we was like, oh, let's draw some Dragon Ball Z characters. I can't even remember how the conversation started, but we've both drawn and made up our own, like, okay. Dragon Ball Z characters on the front. And from that point, I was like, that was drawing for me. I was like, I remember the time I was like, yeah, I'm going to do I remember oh. saying to myself at seven years old, I remember saying this in my mind. I was like, I'm going to do this more. <laughs> I literally said it almost, I, I'm sure to a key like that, I'm going to do this more. I remember thinking that. And it's so funny because as time evolved, I started making comics, stick little stickmen comics and telling stories and, and doing all these things. And I started, as I got better at drawing, I started actually fleshing out full on stories and scenes and that I just made up. I didn't like, after I started, like I'd copy loads of Goku and Majin Buu. But after that, I stopped really. Yeah. I stopped copying. I was just like, nah, I need to make my own. 
I started, my brain was going wild, yeah? I had all these little mini stories of like, like power systems and structures for like societies and stuff like that. And that was all through up until about year nine, year 10. And then I started partying and stuff like that. And I'd do it here and there. I'd have like little ideas. I was still drawing all the way up until college. And I remember, I think Ortega was the last time. Ortega was the last time I had an idea that had life in it. And even then I feel like there was something missing from that that didn't just... You know, I was, I was still learning a lot about structure and story and storyboarding and telling stories. Like I was at the beginning, I hadn't even been to uni yet. That uni was where everything sort of changed in terms of my skill set yeah. and my ability to draw and digital paint and storyboard properly, like in the professional context. But yeah, there was I wouldn't even say 10 year, maybe like a seven, six year gap between. The, it's like, this is the first idea I've come where I, I've just got to think about it. It's like the protagonist and even the, um, antagonists sort of came out of nowhere by themselves and they make sense and, and I can just think about it now and I can see how they would interact yeah you know what I mean like you know what like I I kind of like know and expect what these characters are going to do and how they're going to treat each other and Definitely. that that's what's mad because I'm even now imagining soundscapes colours like and this is where <laughs> like our, like our time in college, I find that is the most, I, I realise now why I find that is the most valuable and best time of my extra childhood because that was the f time where I began on the path of being able to understand how to actually get better. It wasn't in the yeah. cleanest cut way. It wasn't in the most like direct way, but it was the essence of what it meant to get better. You know what I mean? Like studying, understanding, pulling, uh, things that excite you together and learning about things that under the the theory of things yeah you know and it's so interesting because now like with this idea i can imagine soundscapes i can imagine colors i can imagine what the characters are gonna like how they're gonna treat each other how this world's gonna go and evolve and and what underneath it all these characters are trying to do and what it all says and it's like it's 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 cool it's cool and, and that's what I want. Like, I want to let it evolve naturally now and just create and everything goes through this lens. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to think in a pretentious way or like trying to make thing something cool because it's the, 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 it's like doing it because that's the idea. Like the idea is out there now. You created the idea, not for anything else other than this idea needs to be made. I mean, it's like you can see it so vividly. Just make the damn thing. Yeah. Genuinely, yeah, I get that. My two cents. <laughs> All things considered, it's like um, I like. It's not even an I thing, man. It's like, mm. but it is an I thing. It's got the the um the statement's gonna start with I. I just want right. us to be able to all work together. Yeah. Like, my message has always been, like, well, just like my direct message has always been collaboration and working together and all of these things. And, you know, I, I say certain things, um, specifically speaking to 
creative people just so I can see where their heads at with everything. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of people recently, recently anyways, it's like a lot of people are just focused on money and how much money they can make and um, how much, like, and the ideas aren't even that fruitful. They're just like doing stuff with, um, with the intention of money. And then it's like, that, that escapes the art of it all. And, you know, yeah, I know everybody has to um, live or, like, make rent. It's just, at the end of the day, art is a luxury. Art is actually a luxury. Mm. Like, if we were all trying to survive, like, literally, act, not with money, but, like, just survive, it's like, there's no recording history. There's no recording the present. There's no breathing life into the future. There's literally only the existence right now. So when when I think about art, I understand that um, I'm living a life of luxury. The luxury to be able to create is one of the biggest ones in the world. The luxury to be able to say, yeah, this is my idea for this thing. And the fact that your idea might not live longer than 15 years or the generation that it's in, it's like, that's just wild. It's like, it's kind of like, it's one of the things that's, that came to me this year where I was like, if I'm going to work, it's got to be properly because genuinely we we shouldn't be acting like nothing, anything that we're doing isn't luxurious because mm. what we're creating or what we're making is stuff basically for us like yeah there can be a message well, that's like, how it and, doesn't and become luxurious eh? and um you start thinking of it as not and um for just the appeal like when you start working with um the appeal or something and we start talking about hollywood and um the way that money's even distributed to certain ideas it's like i'm looking at a lot of luxury out here like, if the economy was going to collapse tomorrow, we wouldn't be able to get um, certain ideas out. And then what would we do then? Like, not everybody's going to want a £100 logo because they're pinching their pennies. Mm. Not everyone's going to want um, a £100 photo shoot because they're pinching their pennies. Not everyone's going to want um, a £100 portrait because they're pinching their pennies. What would you do then? Mm. It's like, yeah, got to make rent, but then if... It was about survival and art is the reason that you breathe. What would you make? And would you be um, forcing people to pay you? Or would you even be asking money of people Mm. to create this thing? Because really and truly, if your art is worth that much, people will just give you the money in the beginning. Mm -hmm. People will tell you that, like, like those people came to you, didn't they? Like for the for the project, can you well on the podcast? You have to actually oh, articulate. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I'm here nodding like you. Yeah. yeah. No, um, so those people came yeah, yeah, to no, you because of the art that Last you thing, bought. Yeah. It's it wasn't. Because it wasn't because oh, I'm looking for this job and mm. I wanna part, I wanna make money. Of, it's part of what I was doing. Part of my ideas. So that's yes. Yeah, so exactly. That's, it's, it's from. That's why I believe it's it's. Oh, so genuinely, yeah, like yeah, yeah, let me just finish this point. It's like. Sorry. What would you like? What would you really be doing? And um, not gonna blow up your spot, but you got paid 
um, more than what anybody would ask for mm-hmm. a lot of the times when people are just making things for money. Mm-hmm. You got paid a price. Not, mm. not saying that it's the price that you're worth necessarily, but you got paid much more than what somebody would ask for. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And that's my point. When you're doing your art for art's sake, because you didn't make that song for anybody else but you, you wanted, you did want enjoyment from it. You did want to be able to play it. Mm. You're obviously gonna want um, a great listening experience from it. But at the end of the day, you made um, that piece of art, and you concentrated it, and then you gave it to the world, and the world responded in kind. Mm-hmm. And someone said, "This is the value I place onto you." And you're like, cool, okay, then I can accept that as a token. Not saying it's your absolute token, but at the end of the day, we're all starting out from somewhere. Mm. And when you're consistently asking, 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 and people can see that you're making art for their attention so that you can grab um, a little and scrape a little coins from them, then you're losing the essence of what even makes you an art, what makes you a luxury. Mm. You're, not, you're not a luxury anymore, you're a commodity. You commodified everything. You might as well be on Fiverr doing all of these things, trying to pinch pennies. You might as well be on um, all of these other sites trying to pinch pennies from people because really that well dries up. But guess what? The well at the top doesn't. Mm -hmm. The Medici family always had money. (laughs) There are families that are always going to have money. Mm. So you can't have a renaissance of people, of creatives doing great things if they're... um, cap in hand asking you to do something for them all the time Mm. and that's like really where i'm at with it this year it's like i've not been writing at any point so that um anyone can call me wavy or like people can ask me how much money i'm making but guess what people are reading my blogs and people are finding me to have um great words put to together about, yeah, yeah to, to say, say about, about things what, in life yeah, and it's like that you, you, and that's 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 not that's not even all i ask for but i'm happy to accept that mm. i'm happy to accept that people think that what i'm writing is of substance so do you think it's do you think it's better to keep your what you create and the way you earn money separate I don't know whether it's better or not. It's like um, that's just how you feel. That's just how I feel. It's like mm-hmm. you can uh, you can get money from what you create. That's mm-hmm. exactly what happened with you. Exactly, yeah. But you didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm just you try- wasn't yeah, capping hand. I'm, yeah, I'm just trying. Yeah, no, of course. You I'm wasn't. Sure. You wasn't being like, oh, here's my list of things that I do for this amount, mm-hmm. and then possibly even undercutting yourself, mm-hmm. and then you commodified everything that you've done. Mm-hmm. No, I have a style. That's mine. That is used for me. And if you want it, you come to me with your price, you approach me, and then we can negotiate from there. It's almost so much of a... Because I do agree with that. Because guess what, guess what, guess what? Great projects Mm. only come two or three times a year. That's what I realised. Great projects only come two or three times a year. And they're in the three to £10,000 range. And you will never, ever see those if you're asking £100 for a logo. Mm. You will never, ever see those if you're asking £100 for a logo. Mm -hmm. I think you can build to that, though. Fam, what's building to that? You can jump to that. 
you can jump. You can. It's you can. it's not building. It's but, a jump. It's no, a value. No, of course, but it's it's not a it, like because it. It's what look. This the is the va- thing. Is I agree with you, but I'm also I'm also sympathetic to the side of my mind where I used to think differently because a lot of what that comes from. Let's be, if we're just being real, it is kind of just straight fear. Like it's it's fear of not knowing your worth, not knowing. Um, not knowing what you're able, what you're able to deliver exactly with your skill set. It's a self-confidence thing. It's it's all all things said and done, a mindset issue, isn't it, really? Because that's the funny thing. It's like whenever you go into a new role or anything else, for example, this is just an example. There's a lot of people who will be like, oh, I'm nervous. I don't know what I'm doing. But then it's just that kind of, the opposite side to that is, I'm just going to figure this out. Okay. I'm going to test. I'm going to try. And, and really, that, that's, that's the answer to that. Because what? If you say, if someone does hit you up and says, da, 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 I love this. How much? It's like, for an artwork, I told a guy like, what? This was a cover. And like, this was when I was, this was well, much lower than really what he was asking for. But I was like, 400 my man aired just aired. and i was like cool if you can't pay that what do you want like yeah you want 30 pound artwork get the f- out of here man genuinely like, from what he was seeing because because what he saw it, what i had put up for tate i had done for tate um that's what he was asking me for it based on and so i'm like okay if you want something like yeah yeah i can do it this much he air times and i'm and like that is the it's, point it's so funny because like, d- yeah go on it's so funny because that like I for, other than speaking about it now, I forgot about that. Yeah. It's like, so it's like, oh no, did I charge too much? No. It's like if he's not, if he's not willing exactly. to invest in what he wants to do, like that's the, that's not your problem. So funny thing is, you just got to test and see what you actually do think of your work. Push it, push it, because you'll be surprised. And then when you actually do get that payment, it's like I know I know someone who I used to work with, like. He didn't want to do a, a, any freelance work. He's getting too much freelance work. So he's like, nah, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to like double my price and see if people just say no and leave me alone. They started paying him. They actually started paying him. And he was like, they were offering so much for you. He's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Just get in the bag, you know what I mean? And, and isn't that interesting that he tried to make it so they wouldn't and exactly. he brought so much value in his work. He was like, they was That's like, it, fam. Oh, cool, yeah, I'll pay for it. He's probably even still undervalued himself. This is the point. Mm-hmm. Like this is this speaks to um, people's mental fortitude. Mm-hmm. This speaks to people's understanding of not just their worth, but their understanding of what value actually means. When you understand the word, when you understand um, what someone can bring to the table, what can you bring to the table, mm. and what is <laughs> that? It's literally that. Like, are you balanced enough in yourself to be able to say no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Are you balanced? Wow. And if you're unbalanced, then you're going to really take anything, all the shit that people give you. But if... I think that's the curse of the amateur, because you always hear that, and it's like, just say yes to everything, do everything. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but hell there's gotta fucking be, no, bro. There's, there's got to be a point. Like, okay, fair enough. 
Like, if you're just stepping in and you're trying to learn, you're actually at that point where you're trying to learn. Yeah, do everything. Put, that's really when you do need to take be taking on projects bigger than you are. You always need to be kind of taking projects that are a bit ahead of you, I'd say, because you want to always be kind of testing yourself, pushing yourself. But especially when you're, like, fresh in the game or whatever and whatever you're doing, yeah, okay, take that on, s push your skills, learn a bit more. But once you know you've got a skill set, you do have to say no to stuff. Even if you're not like, like you know what I mean. Yeah, like money. The, the money is not. World, no, money like, is not but, flowing yeah. in more times when people s take the risk on themselves. Yeah, yeah. Most people don't have a cushion when, like, they know that they need to take the risk on themselves. Yeah. It's like, really and truly, you can wait till you have a cushion. Like me, I was forced to wait. I was forced to wait two years before I got a computer. Mm -hmm. And now I'm working at a pace, like, and it's not like I'm building up to anything. Mm. I didn't build up. I'm consistently adding to my process because I know what I know what my level is, mm. and I'm consistently approaching that mm. from the standpoint of me knowing that I've got all of these amassed skills. That like, because what you're talking about really is like like because I remember yeah. Because I have had the opportunity to work for myself mm -hmm. since um, I was 21. So when I was doing the T-shirt thing in Cardiff and I was selling T-shirts to people and I was like, the one customer that I remember the most is... What was he like consistent? Like he was always... Or was it just like a one-time? Um, yes, it was just like a one-time thing. He oh. was he was um, he was deaf, and he wasn't like he he obviously spoke English, but he was just deaf and he couldn't really hear properly. So that means he couldn't speak. He could he couldn't hear himself to speak. So we had to write down what we wanted from him and what he wanted from us. And at the end of the day, he got what he wanted and we got what we wanted. And deposit and everything. It wasn't just... Um, and this was back then. I was asking for deposits. Because that's what you're supposed oh, to do. Yeah. Okay. It's not It's not something that you um, build up to. It's like, yeah. you need a deposit. 50 to 100% even. If you're, if you're that valuable, if you're that even... Um, if you've built up that much trust even in your community, the, your deposit is between 50 and 100%. Not 20%. Because people can scam you for your time. And my time is so valuable. And my products are so high quality mm -hmm. that I need to know that that thing is there. Mm -hmm. And there's obviously other people where it's like, sometimes um, I didn't put a price that I knew that thing was worth, but I did put a price higher than what I knew that I was doing at that moment, mm -hmm. only because, like, fam... Like, because to me, in my mind, the number is so arbitrary. Mm. It doesn't really matter. It's the fact that you know that when you look in my eyes, that I'm going to deliver you a great piece of work. Mm -hmm. And if you don't see that, then that's okay. <laughs> if you think that my number is too high, that means that you don't value me enough. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. value me. Yeah. So I don't need you to start um, putting a number on me. And I don't need your money like that. I don't, I don't need anybody's money like that. What I need is to know that I value myself. Mm. Because if I start putting um, 
other people's idea of my value into your world. In, fam, yeah, I will it literally gets destroyed. It gets destroyed. I would be disrupted from my core. I would be rotten on the inside. I'd I'd be actively killing myself doing all of these things for other people when oh. it's like got me for the longest time, bro. Like I'm just being real. That got me for the longest time. That's what I mean. That's why I only just feel like I've, in the past couple of years, actively been going against that, you know, trying to move move against that because it's it's so easy to grab and, that, and it's so easy to fall into. Sorry, and is it true? Like once, once you take the focus on the reaction and you're being reactive. That's the main difference, isn't it? Are you being reactive in the way you put things out, in the way you create your ideas? Are you, are you, or are you being reactive? Because if you're always chasing what you think you should be doing, or seeing the way someone talks or reacts to, it, or like even just a facial expression, like they're like, oh yeah, that's you know what I mean. You start reacting and shifting your your whole movement, like your whole vision to that, mate. That's a problem. That is a, such a problem. Yeah. You have to have your plan and that's the plan. Like that's the, Literally. that's the path. No, there's no point in straying off the path. Like this you know, is my only shit. Stra- only change the path when you know it's good to change the path. Not because of anyone else's reaction. Literally from the, cause I know people want to, people want to work with me, mm. but right now is not the time. Mm. Like, let me have my year. Let me have my year of, like, just eliteness, pure eliteness, by me, for me, all of this. Like, because I'm beginning to have to accept that I have to do all of these things by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always loved this idea of, like, having a team of great people around me to, like, help me finish work and stuff. But in general, it's like, I'm going to have to do all of these things by myself. Like, and... I'm obviously doing them by myself and I'm obviously a lot capable to do it by myself, but it's just one of those ones where um, I've always wanted to share success. Mm-hmm. I've never really, like when it comes to, um, when it came to doing t-shirts or even doing like um, the, a hand, my handyman business over here, it's like I wasn't, like I'm not designed to just make money for me. Mm-hmm. Like, when I've got a second, I think about how I can make money for them. That is, that's literally my point. It's like, I'm, like, me making money is nothing to me. Like, it's really nothing to me. Me making money is a luxury. I know how to make money for me. How can I make money for um, one other person? And then how can I extrapolate that and multiply it across the board of maybe a thousand people? Mm-hmm. And make, and keep that, that high level of value. How do I build an organization with a great management structure so that it doesn't topple? And it all starts with me. And when it comes to all of these things, when I start saying um, whatever moves your dial or your mind's a palace, it's like you have to build a structure around yourself and it's got to, um, and it's got to be swimming. Like it's got, everything's got to go swimmingly. Like literally, I, I imagine an ocean in my mind that's full of just, um, life basically yeah, yeah it's yeah. just full of life ecosystem and in it it's the ecosystem literally it's the ecosystem. and that's what i was getting i was building up to that oh sorry sorry but it's sorry. okay it's okay spoilers we're again there. we're there now we're there Wait, two spoilers we're, i've got one more strike yeah it's okay 
<laughs> it's okay. <laughs> We're there now. So it's it's the it's the life that you build around yourself. And then when other people want to infiltrate that bubble with you and your people, them and your team, it's like, all right, okay. You can see us all working together. You can see that we're doing amazing work here. You want us to work for you. So that means that that's going to take a little bit of time away from this thing. So how much money are you willing to give up for us to be distracted from this thing that we're heading towards? And that is the point. And we all get paid. We all All get get paid paid, maybe two or three times what we're worth. Because it's not that um, you get paid what you're worth. It's either you get underpaid and then you get overpaid. There's no middle ground. You get underpaid for a long time and then you get overpaid. Like, mm-hmm. And that is literally it. And me knowing that a lot of my value is in my ideas, I have to make sure that that stays there, that people know, yo, I, I did this, bro. Literally. This is my words right here. As you can see... Um, I wrote this, here's, here's a timestamp. Um, I wrote this then. It took me three months to write this piece of work, this article on my website. It took me a year to write this book. Um, took me six months to write and um, do this cover. But I was like, it just, like, and it, and um, I've been discovering this, um, this um, structure for the 20s, the culture of the 20s for the past three, four years now. Mm. And this is this and that is that. And you've got to understand that I've pieced this together in this certain type of way. And this is um, something that lives in the, in the space of my mind that all ideas come from. And knowing that, like having that cemented and you... Because obviously this is it's the part because Tyler the Creator said it in that interview as well. He was like, he needed to put mixed, mastered, um, engineered, all of that stuff by him on his albums and that because he needs 15 years ahead yeah 15 got, years you ahead be thinking in that space and time like this year is going to be the most um elite years like next year's going to next year's so out of control that's but this why year, the money doesn't matter that's why the the people's opinions don't matter you know what i mean what what they're saying even if what they're saying theoretically systematically uh Mathematically is correct, bro. People have been telling me for the past three months. You just got. They can't even keep up with do, my blogs. Do your plan. You got to do. They not. can't. They can't keep up with the amount of articles that I'm putting out. Because you're not doing it, because you're trying to cater. Yeah. You're not catering to a need. You're putting out there what the ideas you formulated. Yeah. Based on what you've seen. Yeah. Based on things coming. You, you're projecting. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, and it's like... It's the real stuff. And I've noticed that when you start getting on this um, elite level, per se, it's like everybody is uh, trying to... Everybody wants to see you now. For some reason, all your peers want to see you. Like, because they see... Like, they didn't see you before, but now all your peers want to see you. Because like, I realised that people didn't know it was the fact that I just didn't have a computer before. But now I've got a computer now. I'm, like, mm. I've been this person that I've been telling you I've been for the past three years. But now I've got a computer, it's like I'm showing you that I'm this person. It's not... I haven't slowed down. I've only, like... There's only been an uptick in the amount of work that I've done. 
there's not there's not this oh what was it like it's not it's not it's not um oh is he gonna slow down no no bro that's, this isn't know, even this isn't even my natural, speed that's this, natural this that's isn't natural. even my like you guys don't even understand this is not my speed mm. yet this isn't even my speed i'm i'm trying to get into gear one it's, it's sticking and it's like i'm not even in gear one yet that's it. it's like what would it be like if i had someone to do admin or something or if i had just enough like another person i don't know what they would do what if what if it was like two people of two of me like and what if there was just the creative side and then the organizational side mm. and it's like one of those ones where it's like okay like there's a there's because once people see there's a vision there then there's no point for them to be there anymore mm. it's like you're meant to see you're meant to understand from the beginning but now, but yeah, back to the point, it's like, people can't keep up. And people get frightened when they can't keep up. People, like, when, because the weirdest part, because I told you this the other day sort of thing. Wait, was it you or someone else? Basically, um, when it, when I say, you got, oh yeah, it was, it was in London Bridge. Um, you got to say it. And then you got to do it. Just say it. Like, just say it. Like, because it, to you, it's arbitrary. To you, it's just like, Oh, um, because you've already you've already completed it in your mind, and then when you start putting a date on it and you start going la di da di, and it's like it's just you skip doing a stroll in the park type thing. I I and then, think that is the key. I I think that's one of the biggest keys to anything in life. Like, because to, really, to achieving in anything. <laughs> in fact, it sounds so basic. So arbitrary. Like time is even arbitrary. Time is a performance. Uh, it's like it's um t- to me. Time is a tool of performance. Mm. It is not like um, something that I base my skill level on. Mm. Time is a tool of performance. So I don't need to get this done in nine months. I'm going to, mm. but I don't need to. It could be two months. could be 18. Like, uh, that this thing can come out. But I'm just saying that it's going to be nine. nine yeah. I'm just saying, look, this is... But, but, but the thing about that is, is then it gives you... You have milestones. You, you're, yeah. you're time blocking and it gives you... It's like when you're watching series or episodes. It's like, mm. this happens in this part. You know what I mean? It's like, it's almost like chapters and it gives you a structure and a path to walk. It kind of gives you lights as signals to in, in the path which you're going to walk. It's like me moving out in November. Like mm. me plan to go to LA in a couple of years like I'm, I'm putting that those markers down like with my um with my story I'm I'm fleshing it out but like next month I'm gonna be um doing uh, a beat a day like that's what I'm doing I'm gonna be getting into the swing of making tunes again and that's that's the next thing I'm gonna be uh, recording the whole process, yeah, like, as much as much as I possibly can of each one. But that that's my plan. Like I'm, I'm gonna be. Well, recently, dig- in recent time. What do you mean? As in, are you gonna be doing that lately? Or gonna be doing that lately? No, yeah. What? Well, I'm finishing these like projects, but that's the next main thing I'm getting yeah. on because, like, where I've been doing a lot of freelance stuff, I haven't been. 
making as much as much music as I as I wanted to. Just in terms of the idea, and I've just been it's 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 been nice in in a lot of ways because I've just been putting together. Like I haven't even been drawing. I've been sketching and stuff and ideas for it, but I haven't really been drawing for me either. But I've just been coming up with the basis of everything yeah. that I'm wanting it to be around. So now That's it's it's about well. pure experimentation, pure ideation. Getting used to this is all part of the plan, man. This like this doing doing this podcast. Why I knew this was correct now is because I'm ready now to start being like on social media, not not to absorb it or be in it per se, but to start building a community, like putting my ideas out there, not just through my uh, art, but through my connections with all the other people that I create with and that I work alongside, and now it's just about um, I've built the skills but it's, it's getting my craft to a point where I'm in the zone I'm, I'm it's like like for me now it's time to work towards that and it's not about preparing anymore it's about being in the game you know what I mean it's like yeah. it's training and it's like that thing I'm talking about when you're at the beginning of your craft or at your game yeah you've got to do everything because you need to learn the skills to get ready for game time, you know what I mean? The season's coming, you know what I mean? Or the trials for the, t- the getting picked for the teams are coming. You need to get your skills up. But once your skills are there and you, you've you done you've done the team pickings, like now it's like, Trust me, fam. you've got to get ready for game time. So <laughs> I've been telling people this for like the past, how many months now? I'm going to call it eight. Mm-hmm. Eight months. I've been telling people literally by 2022, get, everything prepared mm-hmm. do get as high as you possibly can yeah you need to get as high as you possibly can that's all i'm gonna say now because like i've been telling people the whole thing and it's like and they they can be weird about it but i'm telling like i'm telling everybody it's like look 2022 is it it is like mm-hmm. this is that's the starting line like you mm-hmm. <laughs> bruv if you thought i started now if you thought now is the time that I started, this is this is warm up. This is me flexing these execution muscles. Like literally, I only knew high level execution from, like I only knew that's what I was supposed to do, because there's things that you want to do, which is probably make do like one project a year or something, and then there's things that you're just supposed to do, and you have to do everything at the highest level you possibly can. 100%. And what one of those things is for me is execution. And I have to execute with speed because that has always been my ethos. It's get good and then get the, um, get to that place fast. So get so when it, when I was doing um, marketing and promotions and stuff, it was like, okay, I know the ropes now. Now let me do all mm-hmm. of that creative stuff that comes around it. And then now let me be the best promoter on the block. Now let me... Um, let everybody know who I am. Now let me, when I walk into a club, everybody knows who I am. Like, those, those type of things. Mm-hmm. Like, those, those are the type of staples in promotion. People know you. People want to buy... And I didn't even sell tickets, but I made a lot of money. I made a stupid amount of money. Well, and just, just from promoting? Just from being myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to say how I made money, because that's, <laughs> that's nobody's business. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but it was Pharmaceuticals. Lit. It was lit. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yo. But it was lit. Um, but, yeah. And, and it's like, 
So it's like get good and then be the best. Mm-hmm. And like just be a high level, program yourself for speed. I've always been programmed for speed. I've, and even when I was learning, when I was doing um, personal development early or something like that, it's like I need to learn as fast as I possibly can. And that's like literally where mm-hmm. I need to be. No, 100%. Yeah, no, it's half, I think that's, that's important for every stage, no matter what. Like, learning, learning is just a, mm. what's the word? Like, that's a given. That's like, that's always, that's always going to be something that's... I don't know if it's a, a given. Object. It's a given to whom? Well, it should be. It should be. You always have to be. It's okay, like, for well, example... Gonna, let's, let's get into this topic because yeah. we say that, but it's really not the case it's not everybody that chooses to learn yeah but okay no okay. it's not yeah but let's tell them like the importance of it let's let's actually no say, no let's not everyone say. chooses to but but i'm saying it should be i'm hey whether it is or not that's a different story whether it is for a select group of people or not is a different story okay give reasons but, give like articulate the reasons why that is important because it's not it's not really a given Think for example, if you're 15 for example, and you're listening to when this you're, right now. When you, it's like when we're saying with words. Just being conscious of what you take in, the information you take in, what you absorb. It's like, that's why I don't even really like watching stuff like, like Love Island, really. Yeah, I might watch it from time to time, like, just a bit interesting to be like, oh God, roll my eyes a bit. And it's like, just a bit of entertainment. But it's like with with your vocabulary, what you choose to take in will help you better articulate the things you think about, the words you have. And even just on a basis of thinking, it's like I've I've only just sort of had and found the ability to notice when I get like like anxious about stuff or like things that are coming up like even if it was like interviews or meetings where I've got to be uh, clients or whatever just being able to have the self-awareness and notice and understand that and have the conscious awareness to be able to go oh I know why that is and literally it goes that that same thing applies to your craft and the way you move forward in life. Just everything from, from life to your career to your relationships. You learning and understanding things better is what takes you on each step higher along the way. Like, it will, you can't do bigger things with the same thinking you have at one particular level. And what learning does is it literally changes your brain and your paradigm. This same thing when we're talking about a thesis, that came from all the things that I was putting together in my own in my own world, the things I was reading, the things I was listening to. And and I still think I'm I'm actually quite bad. I'm I'm quite bad at learning actually. Because what I don't do is I don't uh focus enough on particular things, know uh make sure that I know I understand that and then move on to something else. Or, you know, even if that's just a short period of time, I take what I need from that thing and then move on. And that j- journaling for me has helped because now, and, and even this podcast, just being able to, like even with the past three episodes, I feel like I've changed from 
thinking so much about like, oh, how I sound or what I said, to just saying the things that I think about instead of worrying about how it sounds. That That's the whole process of learning. When it comes to a craft, you understanding the underpinnings, the things that are coming in the future, uh, what's the essence of what's going on in your industry or or your creative world or even your own artistic message, how that's evolving. You learning is going to be able to, con is going to let you be able to contextualise that. And when, and, and when you're able to contextualise that better, people are going to connect with it better. Not necessarily that you are, not necessarily that you are doing it for them. But when you're able to contextualise it better, you're going to feel better about it. That's what's going to take you to a better and higher level. Like, I, I've, that, that's just the way I look at learning. That's the way I look at getting better. That's, that's my, <clears throat> my perspective on it. And, and okay. I'm trying to get better at that each day, but better at contextualising things. Let's we'll see if I can it. just adjust the microphone. Check one, two, is this better? Okay, yeah. Okay, when we articulate ourselves, because like I just feel sometimes that um, because see, look, here's the thing. I realize now that me and you are in the flow. We're in the slipstream, basically. You know, like in Finding Nemo, where the turtles hit that wave and mm. like um, they're going as fast as they possibly can basically and they swim super fast that is the slipstream right? i would say i'm coming in like, i can see the slipstream i like like before i couldn't but yeah but what i'm that's, but that's just, has, yeah. no there's there's a difference because what the you are in the slipstream i okay. can tell you and that what you're thinking about is the tunnel vision because mm. that comes after the slipstream it's like when you're you're you may be in the slipstream and you're in the flow state so basically what I mean by that, how to articulate it differently is to say you aren't so concerned with everything else mm -hmm. around what you're doing mm -hmm. or even yeah, the past that. you yeah. that you were. Yeah. So even the you that um, was in that mind of learning mm -hmm. and um, trying to figure out articulation even mm -hmm. or that person that was like just hungry and just trying to hit just trying to hit notes, but instead you're hitting walls. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you're yeah. not in that. Yeah, you're not yeah. in that. Yeah. It's like, so you're in the slipstream and you're just trying to, you're, you're really trying to get into that wave and you can't get into that wave if you're, um, you can't get into that wave if you're thinking about everything that was passed. So, yeah, exactly. um, when, when I want, um, us to articulate about learning, it's like, cause I know that there are people that are just not in, the codes, like, me and you can speak the codes all as long as we want, yeah? Mm. But there are certain things that just have to be taught in a certain type of way. So when I talk about learning, like, because there's how you learn, which is one thing, and there is what you're supposed to learn, which is another thing. And then there's, like, all of these other things around it. So how you learn is, like, one thing. And let me let me try and talk about that um, while being in this state, because... Me, like you, like um, like you learned recently that um, I listen to the podcast or I listen to podcasts or YouTube videos at one point five speed, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like me, I can and I tried it. I it feels I great. can I can listen to information at speed, mm. only because when I was really young, 
um, and by young, I literally mean in my early 20s. Um, I would, I had to force myself, literally, I had to force myself to listen to audiobooks all the way through at once. I remember the, there was an eight hour, I don't even remember what audiobook it was. It was just eight hours long, and I was like, I have to finish this today. I, I was like, I have to finish this today because I couldn't listen to things for about more than 10, 15 minutes. You'd zone out. And I, yeah, and would I'd have, have to, to, I'd have to, to break, yeah. I, I, I literally had to break the mold of how I was listening. So I want to ask about that actually. Do you, so was it a case of you would, when you started like noticing you was like zoning out or whatever, you literally sat down and was like, I'm going to sit and listen to this. Um, or would you just do doing how you knew would usually do, but chose to f- make sure okay. There's there's a difference. Stuff. There's a, yeah. There's a difference between um, just even being able to listen all the way through and focus mm-hmm. all the way through. Because here's the thing: I could I could watch a TV show in the background and do my work. This is like back at uni times. Obviously, I I would can do my animation work and I can listen to a TV show in the background. But when it came to learning shit that I'm supposed to learn then it was a different experience. The, the audio didn't go in the same way. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel right. So I, and even before that, like I started with, because um, this was back when 50 minute YouTube videos was not a thing. There was no two hour YouTube videos back then even. You couldn't do that type of stuff. So I had to break, literally remove myself from all those things and start, being a person that's able to listen to this thing in one sitting. And after that, like, now I don't need to listen to stuff in one sitting. But it's just the idea of being able to meditate on one thing in that particular space. So, and how I got there was, like, it was just, like, breaking practice. So there was a three-hour one, and then I would listen to that. And then I'll listen to that again. And I'll listen to that again, because I, I had to time myself. So you would be, okay. Literally, I was just, literally, not... I would say I'm going to start this at the beginning of the day, three hour one. And by the end of the day, I should finish it. And that's like... A Wait, free... what do you mean? So like you would be like an hour, you'd stop. But you'd no, make sure you listen to would, I would zone out. I would zone out. I would do other things. Oh, and so then... you would listen to it as many times as you needed to until you were sure you knew all no, the things that were bro, I literally mean I was not able to focus on this thing. I was not able to focus okay. on the book. I was not able to focus no, on listening. That. I get yeah. that, but I mean, like, what was it that so you done had to, to pause. Flip that? Okay, yeah, what I did, what I did was, um, it was that um, I just chipped away at the time that it took me to get to that place. So it would take me 15 hours to listen to that three-hour audio. And then the next day, it would probably be like eight hours. And then the next day, it will be like um, four hours or something. And then like three hours on the nose and then I'll listen to a two hour one and then I'll listen to the two hour one over and over again. And the two hour one ha- just happens to be, what book is that? It doesn't matter. It's arbitrary. But li- just, just having that days, those days where I was just focusing on those singular books, just to bring myself to a place where I could not just um, be there, but I could listen to the thing. And then, the next stage was me actually listening to the book and writing about the book. So I had to take notes. I think that's a big thing that sort of... I had to, I had to listen and I had to be like, 
oh shit, that's a good idea. And then, then it starts becoming a game. That's the funny thing. Then I start hitting notes. There's a different, like, because when I was a bit younger and I first started reading, like, books, like, you know, I mean, these self help books or whatever, just uh, books which talked about psychology or the mind or just information, just general things where I was trying to learn about something. A lot of the a lot of the time when you're doing these things, you're I know for me it was a case of like how can I how this see this is why you, this this is these exact times where you need to make sure your vocabulary is on point so you yes. can say whatever it is you need to say at any particular As you can given tell. time. But some of us have had more practice wow. than others. <laughs> Don't make me expose you right now, yeah? I've got I'm my, I got my phone camera, I am, bro. <laughs> I am not this, I've not been this person all I'm the joking, time. Bro. Okay. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, go on. I used to not, like, I, I would take it or I'd take notes. But there's, there's a different thing about internalizing something when you're approaching a bit of information or something you're reading or something it's like it even happens with videos like that's why i've tried actually to stop watching youtube videos whilst i'm working or doing stuff like really because because i'm either going to make sure i listen to that like when i'm working in particular say if i'm cooking or something or i'm eating i'll listen because then like i'm not but when i'm working and i want to make the most of that like i might have new ideas that are coming whilst i'm working on that like i want to just have that energy for that and it's not just, uh, like, at the end of the day, I'm either going to put that energy into one or the other. Like, I'm either feeding my soul or I'm feeding my creativity for my work. Like, I've really started to notice that's how I'm yeah. doing that. That might change in the future. I know I know it might when I'm, you know what I mean, as, I, as, as, as things progress. But at the moment, now I'm finding it's better when I just, I put my energy, I just work quicker. I just get stuff done quicker. Like, what would have took me a couple of hours, cuts down in half, I guess. Yeah, but uh, this is the thing. It's like, yeah. that's not how it started. Like, you can't, mm. there's not, um, slipstream focus isn't, doesn't come within, the like, within moments of you when you're trying to, when you're trying to learn. Mm. Because there, there is, there is no existence of focusing on, your work and then focusing on feeding your mind. Mm. There's you just you're just trying to get to a place where you can just put yourself into a mode of thinking because you you've built up a certain type of um, mental toughness, like elasticity with your thoughts and being able to just live in a moment mm. for so long. Like you're you're not telling about the years that you've spent meditating. Mm -hmm. Because it's not like you just decided one day, I'm going to focus on my work and I'm going to focus on mm -hmm. feeling myself. You've meditated for years. Mm -hmm. And this is the type of stuff that um, you need to be able to articulate, is the fact that you've been meditating for years. Mm -hmm. It's not like, oh... And that, and that skill from meditating is transferable to work. Yeah, no. And then you meditate on your work. And then you meditate on feeding your soul. And then you meditate. Mm -hmm. That's that's how it. That's how that's how I'm trying to come across here. It's like it doesn't just start. At, um, it doesn't just end up in that place mm. because that's where I am. And there's there's a place higher than that. But that's the that's the place you exist. But right now you need to think about. Or what I'm thinking about is how was I in uni in my dorm room? Because me, I would work in my room in my boxes 
pure heat, literally. I was in accommodation, so I could have the heat on 24-7 and no one could say shit to me. I would be heat, no clothes on, just born from the fire. Trust me. And I would just be working. (laughs) I would literally just be on my laptop in the dark with my lamp on, working, killing killing my shit off. Literally just... Not my actual shit, but my work. <laughs> <laughs> Call it multitasking, bruv. Call it multitasking. You know the way there, fam. You know, you have to... Because the lingo is a bit nuts. Yeah. Um, so I had, to, I had to be able to make sure that I was focusing on work. And I had to make sure that... Because back then it wasn't even like... Because I told you already when... I've told you just before, it's like... um. It wasn't just that um, I was focusing on the book. It was like, I needed more. Work was so boring that I needed more. I needed a different challenge. And the challenge needed to come to me in one form or the other. And then that's when I started reading and all of that type of stuff because mm. I just needed more. I needed to feed my mind more. It, what, it could have been was in, that? Was that third year? Yeah. This was 2014. Bro, we started doing this at the same time. That's so crazy, bro. Yeah. Bro. I see, I didn't know. I didn't even know. I swear to God, I didn't know. You see how I guessed the exact year? <laughs> That's because I knew. It's so crazy how paralleled. It's so weird. Like, our lives kind of do in different ways. But it's like, bro, this guy's got the exact same bed sheets as we haven't even know. Like, <laughs> fucking hell, bro. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's crazy because at that time, I remember that was when I was first questioning. Like, for me, it wasn't boredom. It's because I was, I was, I, I was questioning, like, I had this question. I was like, what's, <laughs> I was second year of uni. I knew my third year was coming up. I just moved out uh, for second year. And I was like, is there more than, is there more than this? Is there more, is this, is this it? I'm just going to finish uni. I didn't, I didn't really have a true solid like yeah and and in a weird way i did kind of feel a bit depressed i wouldn't i wouldn't say i was exactly what but i started to question that you know what you're doing it's like like googling stuff and shit yeah um, fam see the thing is the funny and thing that's when is I started it was second year with me as well where it was like does this not get any harder and like, i was i was li- i would be holding my head being like this is too easy is this life mm. is this the level of life that we're at where it's just so easy and it's not like anything has been harder than stuff that I've went through in uni yet. Mm. Like this, to me, it feels like first year of college work. Literally, it feels like I'm right now, I'm doing first year college work or something. <laughs> it doesn't feel like, it feels like I'm me now and I'm doing first year college work. Mm. Because I'm like, whoa, like I can do this at speed, kill it off. And I'm just making sure that I'm being able to get all the kinks out till I hit a stage where um, I'm able, like, till I hit a point where I know, okay, this is where the real work starts, or getting all of, here's, here's a better way to say it, get the little stuff perfected, so that when bigger stuff comes along, then it doesn't feel that much of a challenge. Mm. Like, all of these little things, all of these getting the ideas out, like, getting the codes, because this is, this is the point, it's like having the codes perfected, Having the principles perfected is so, it is so paramount to get the codes correct. You need to get the principle 
correct. You need to get the simple, the, the most simplest things done right. Speak on the curbs, bro. You got, you got to... We need context. And no, because this, this is what we're doing. That's why I said you got to get into just learning. Mm. It's like, you need to get into just the so, idea so the code, of the codes just are speaking and deciding, I'm going to write. specific to you. This, this, the codes are specific. No, the codes aren't even specific to me. The codes no. are specific to everybody. They're, they're an everybody thing. Mm. Everybody should know how to learn. If you're trying okay. to get better, cool. everyone should know how to yeah, learn. Yeah, but my point is like, it's, it, you can't say what the codes are per se because it's just learning. Like, it's but like, not, what it's you're not, choosing it's not just, to learn it's, um, is, it's, is that what you're saying? It's um, practicality, yeah. philosophy, okay. um, execution, responsibility, mm. discipline, yep. like, structure. The, those principles. All, like, those, those are the keys to everything. But people need it in different forms and different ways to be able to translate to them. Me, all I needed was Art of War. As soon as I read Art of War, like, life, like, it was just like, okay. Like, I need, I, me personally, I need things said in, an, in the most concentrated form as possible. I can pick out simple words and I can break that down into an extended essay. Like, because it's not like I've been speaking like I am now. For the whole time, mm. I used to speak in no, parables. I've seen I've, seen I've, I've been speak like people used to say I speak. I spoke in parables, and me and Tyler, I would say one thing, and me and Tyler would have a whole conversation off that one thing, thinking that we were arguing, but we were never mm, arguing. Yeah. Like it was just that the communication of that one thing was just abstract, and I had to break down the abstract. So it took me a while. To not just understand the way you he speak. thought I was bullshitting more bro, time, bro. It's crazy. It's Tyler actually thought mad. I was bullshit. So, but, but I begin to understand, and and sometimes it is just as simple as, well, look, you needed to get better at uh, deciphering what you were saying or saying it in a in a particular way. I had to way, say like it in a saying. yeah, I needed and to me, say it in a way that me, you guys understood. It was like it's a it's like for me it was like understand. Okay, sometimes. When you say stuff, I'm not gonna get it initially. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. No, and this is why I was so proud of um, you know? the thesis conversation yeah. because it is not every time that it's been like that. No, 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 no. That is well. That was when we first started talk. Talk like we first started like yeah. Because I hadn't seen you in a while. Yeah. So we first started like linking up again, and um, we was chatting. Yeah. And it's funny actually because. In a way, it is kind of uh, serendipitous. Yeah. Because from that conversation now, that's kind of basically, that's what ultimately that initial conversation is what started the podcast. Really. I think at its core. Yeah. Um, because so when I get, well, like, just, and getting back into the. Yeah. I've read your mind. <laughs> getting back into the just. Just the idea of learning, like, just... Wait, two seconds. Yeah, pause. Yeah. Um, putting it back, just when I'm, when I'm watching something. When I, when I got to the stage, I was able to listen to something mm -hmm. for um, three hours. Then, then, then I would treat it like an album. I, I literally, my iPod 4, I think it was an iPod Mini 4, so the old, old one from like 2006, mm -hmm. I used to put music on that 
with a 15 pin iPod thing, uh, not music, sorry. Um, I used to put audio box. I deleted all of my songs. And, okay, yeah, let me, little sidetrack, them times, I had to stop listening to music. I stopped watching TV shows and I stopped watching anime. I said to myself that if I am going to get better, I need to stop um, communicating with the bullshit. I, I switched off all notifications on my phone. I switched off all notifications of Instagram, all notifications of Facebook, Twitter, everything. I even possibly deleted those apps. I didn't go on those apps. So what made you come back to those? All like what? Like when I was when I was ready. Yeah, I was just ready what, to go but, back. But when you felt you were ready to come back, was it because you felt like you had gotten to, you had gotten to a point where that wouldn't affect you in any way, shape, or form? Like, or or was it that you knew no, how was, to use these things? I was a, no, no, no. no. I, I didn't. I didn't know how to use them. I didn't know because like, once I went off, then going back was the hardest part mm-hmm. like, because I had to like refigure out everything, but. Let's not let's not skip this. Let's not skip the step. It's this. like um, I had to make sure that I said if I'm going to watch or listen to something, it has to be of the substance that comes from this thing. So it had to be a philosophy, um, pod not podcast book, audio book or YouTube video. It had to be a psychology even more so because psychology was my main one, the one that I learned to the highest degree. Mm-hmm. It had to be a psychology um, lecture. I had to go to um, the lecture theatres and and go to a psychology person. I had to read a psychology book. I had to think in the way that a psychologist would just for fun, like behaviorism, just to tell you which part um, I'm most adept at is behaviorism. Behaviorism is what I know as just just where a lot of my early ideas come from is like just the way people behave. But yeah, I had to make sure that I wasn't um, absorbing social media, not because it was bullshit or all of that stuff. I just needed to make sure that I was focused. Mm-hmm. I had to grow focus. I had to, I had to practice my discipline. I had to stretch all of those muscles or else like, I, just, I just didn't want to collapse. I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to taint the idea of learning and participating because then when you start learning psychology, you understand everything you put into your mind is actually you learning. You are you, and then I used to listen to audio books in my sleep. Mm. I would just keep it on, and I would have a playlist, and they would play overnight for free for like because I don't sleep more than like eight hours anyways. So it would be like six hours. So it would be a six-hour audio podcast or eight-hour one. And then I'd wake up and I'd be in the shower and I'd take my laptop and pull it in my bathroom and I'd be listening to it while I was in the bathroom. So all day something um, consistent was playing. This is, let's say, between 2014 to about 2016, maybe, or 17. Like, just on the basis of pure learning, just pure learning because before that, um, the case was I would learn about interior design, I would learn about architecture, I would learn about um, body dynamics, I would learn all the stuff that you learn in animation. But when it comes to 
the studious things, like the real, the real, real, real academic things that you that you write about. Not saying that um, animation can't get academic because it was the basis of the reason that I was able to understand these Everything are how else, yeah. yeah. So, like through animation, you learned how to learn basically. Yeah, it yeah, was it was the me, reason. Yeah. It was the reason like my muscles are the way that they are because now I know what I need to do to get to a good stage of this thing. Mm. But yeah. And that was it. Like, I had to... I just had to be persistent in my pursuit. Not of information, but of the discipline of, like, activity. The discipline of a singular activity. So I had to over... Like, <laughs> I had to overachieve in my listening. And now I can... And then there was there was this thing, like... I forget where it was. It was like... um. It was at 2016. I would like read stuff and then I'd I'd be translating it because this was when I used to talk differently. Like if you like <laughs> like before I was speaking in parables and way and like and <laughs> when I when I was in this mode, it was like um I would speak differently. My words were different, the way I would articulate myself was different. I would like be erect, I was super duper old school, and I was like um I wasn't fun. Like none of this was fun. None. Of, like I'm. Not, like I wasn't a fun guy. I don't think I was a fun guy. I wasn't anyone's. Like I wasn't anyone's best mate in the club. Like mm. learning all of these type of things. I was by myself. People missed me from all of that stuff. Mm. Like um. And I just had to ensure that the time I spent learning was was valuable the last years of cardiff were valuable because i was able to do that mm. i was able to write about books i was able to like just pick a chapter not a whole book but a chapter look at that chapter and write about like just something that caught my mind and then just continue writing about that stuff until like my mind ran out of the idea and then I'd flick the page and just continue listening like arbitrarily just and until something caught my mind and then I'd go through ideas and then I'd record voice notes and then I'd record that voice note and I'd be talking about all of these things and then I would I would cut the voice note off and then I would just listen to my audio book again or something like that but it just it, it was just this idea of taking notes from the things from the people that I'm listening to I'm making sure that was that was cemented in a certain type of way. Mm. So not relaying the information that I'm listening to, but making sure that um, I vocalized what I was learning. Like, and how, well, not even what I was learning, how I interpreted what was told to me. That's what it was. I would vocalize or I'd write down what was taught to me because as I said, it was about the simplest things. So when it comes to one of the old books, when it comes to, like, when I read Terrain in um, Art of War, I see that when I'm talking to people, mm -hmm. it's like, um, it's talking about relationships between one person and another. And I see that with people that I'm speaking, I see, like, I see what type of terrain that I'm on when I'm speaking to someone now. And that is the essence of all, like, <laughs> that's the essence of all, like, um kind of communication mm -hmm. terrain mm -hmm. so it's the <laughs> it's just making sure that i had that down pat the context and then yeah i contextual i've i could contextualize everything 
due to the fact that I've been writing about it. Mm-hmm. And like, because there's really only three or four books that you should, li- you should read or listen to me. There's only like three or four books. And you concentrate on those books. And if you read mm. them and then you write about the things that you're learning, you contextualize it to you today. And, you le- and then you sit down and you meditate on your past self. And you reconcile all the things that... Um, you reconcile you- your whole human. As in, you reconcile all the things you did when you were a kid. That You know when you have those little flashbacks and you're like, mm. you remember some dumb shit that you done when you were 12 or something. Mm. You have to reconcile all of... Like me, I've reconciled that. That doesn't happen to me anymore. Like, there's another stage after that. But right now, it's like the understanding that you have to be able to have a singular approach to how you learn. Mm. For me, it was audio. For someone else, it can be reading. Someone else, it can be watching. For someone else, it can literally be... Like, it's for me, it's like um, to, someone talking to them physically... And that is most of the point of a podcast to me somewhat. And I have, um, what, how do I explain this? Um, I feel like I have a responsibility mm. um, to be able to teach people the way that I learn these things. Because mm. to me, the learning is free. The execution is not. Mm. Like I can't teach you how to execute. I can teach you how to focus on your singular idea. Because once you focus on the singular idea of learning, you can focus on the singular idea of executing. But if you're not even able to pick up a book, and if you're, if you're not even of the mindset that you can pick up a book and learn something from it. Well, you still have to execute and, and this, this is, yeah, learning, let's, yeah. let's not get too far ahead. <laughs> because that's when you have to contextualise things. Mm. And some people aren't even there yet. It's like, you need to have the mind to say, I can pick up. And that's why, and the reason why I, I um, love and accept the name culture and camaraderie is because that's a complicated name to write. <laughs> so you have to be qualified to write that name down. <laughs> yeah. You have to qualify your mind to say, like, you can think it's a stupid name, but it qualifies someone to actually listen to them. Because you actually have to think about what you're writing about you when you're writing it. Yep. And you understand when when you're in the conversation, you you can understand why it's even called that. But yeah, it's like making a distinction. Like, because I had to distinguish myself as a learner first. I had to distinguish myself as an apprentice first. Me, I've never been the type of person that wanted to be a first I've never wanted to be the leader or the number one. Mm. I've always liked being like the reserved um, consigliere. Mm-hmm. That's, that's literally what I um, see myself as, is like just um, counsel of the person that's talking. What's, the, what's that a consigliere? A, <laughs> a consigliere Where do is, they kids? <laughs> is, the, is a council. Mm. It's like, well, the way I use it is wartime consigliere. Okay. I used to tweet about it a lot, to be honest with you. But yeah, it's just the council of um, a high-ranking official. Okay. Do, you to, do you want me to spell it? Do you want no, me to no, make I've a spell it? No, I've got spelling it. Bee? <laughs> no, it's, I've got it. Okay. Yeah, fam. Uh, a member of a mafia family. Oh, was it right? Who serves as an advisor to oh, the leader was right? and resolves uh, disputes uh, within uh, the family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah. I'm hitting the I'm hitting them folk yeah, right this now. This is when we need the camera. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Anyways, yeah. I don't know why man tried to trip me up, man. My le- the levels of articulation that no, I've got no, is just so no, wild. It wasn't the trip up. I was just, you know, we were talking about <laughs> you need to learn words. Whilst we're at it, we might as well teach the definition to get me. Yeah, so, like, just, like, I, I had to just, disti- and, and in saying that, because the reason I said consigliere was because I just wanted to be a second. Like, I didn't mind being. Um, a salesperson per se. I didn't mind working for someone else. This is the thing. Like, like you can speak about me now and my adamancy in um, getting paid what I'm worth. But when I was like, oh fam, sixteen. Like because before, when I was in school, I used to sell sweets and I used to sell them what I wanted to sell them as. But when I was 16, when I had like my first, no, it was, I was even 15. I was going to be 16 when I had my first job in Marks and Spencer's. I would do that to the highest level p- possible. I would stack the shelves and be like, what's next? And be like, well, you did that fast. And then they'll go and check my work and see that I actually done it the way that they told me that I was supposed to do it. Mm. And I'll say, what's next? I was like, oh, you're, you're going to count it now. Like, chup, 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 Boom. That's it. What's next? And then they'll see me on the counter and it's like, Yo, I'm hitting, I'm hitting KPIs. Mm. This is early days. KPIs at 15, um, four foot um, eight or some shit. <laughs> Being the tiniest motherfucker out there, just running shit. And then um, going to, going to, going to the shopping mall and saying, okay, I need a job now. Like this first year, I'll, I'll say, you know, just like let's go get a job. Oh, and then I boom, get a job, fam. Work up balance and it's like, whoa, whoa. I felt ill, okay. Sign happened. I was ill. That doesn't mean that I can't get another job. Okay, calm. Okay. I go back to uni. I want to go gym. Okay, how do I go gym? I need to get a job. Okay, I got a job there. I felt ill, so I just need to make sure that I don't get ill and all of this, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I got a job now. I work at, um, you know, Abercrombie and Fitch branch. I work, I work the night shift. I do my own uni stuff during the day and I work the night shift. Boom, hitting all my KPIs there. Um, moving into promotions afterwards from, um, what's post-Christmas? Like, uh, like after second term, after first term, in second term, that's when I started doing promotions. Okay, I have to sell tickets now. I was like, ah, oh, this shit ain't for me. I need to be on the roads. I need to be communicating with people. I don't really like knocking on doors, all of this stuff. Mm. All right, like, it's not as much money and I don't get as much um commu- um don't get as much yeah for it but I know what my skills were my skills were the communication it wasn't the selling of things particularly even though I did grow that muscle afterwards and the t-shirt stuff and doing the business development and doing the marketing campaigns and all of these stuff. But during them, those times, it was, I just needed to learn how to speak to people. Mm. This was before even I decided that learning was even a pursuit. It was, but this is me distinguishing myself as a person that it needs to work. I just knew I needed to work. Didn't know what for, but I just knew, knew I needed work. Mm. I knew that you can't go to uni and say you don't have a job. Mm-hmm. And then try and get a job after uni. Mm. Only have an experience in uni. Yeah, that's facts. And that's like... And it's just like distinguishing yourself as a worker. 
as someone that's able to execute, as someone that's able to hit KPIs. You have to be able to do that. Like, those are the simplest of things. Because when it comes to start managing a team and all of that, that's different. Mm. You start working with ideals mm. and other people's um, thoughts and other people's feelings, which is like one of the hardest things that you got to do. And genuinely, you can't take that for granted. Mm. And you have to really, <laughs> you have to really be about it. And then when you start growing your team, 10, 12, all of that stuff, and it's like, okay, now I've got a real team about me. I've got to make sure everybody's working. And then, like, all of that stuff, and then it's like, okay, you got to be the best in the, in, on the desk, or you got to be the best in, in the office. And then you got to be the best on the floor. And then you got to be the best in the building. And it's like... You got you got and then you got to be best in the sector. Then you got to be the best in the country. Then you got to be the best worldwide. And that, for me, only me personally, that is a personal pursuit of my own. Mm. If I'm in that space, that is how I would be working. Mm. That would be like the relentlessness of that pursuit of that understanding that that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Being the best, only being the best. It's not about. Um, it's not about anything else apart from being the best in this thing. Mind you, it just happens to be art. I, like, it's, it's really art. Why, why do you think that's become the thing? Like, fam, it was the only thing that people... Um, it's, just, it's stuff that I spent my time on, really. Like, it's so... Like, I really dislike it. I dislike that art was the only thing that people told me that I was good at when I was a lot better at other things. Because like, I remember in year one or two, no, I was in year one, and I would do homework, right? And I would do it in class. And I'd say, this, this is too easy. Mm. I, can I get the top set one? Mm. And then the teacher said, um, you can have it, blah, 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 blah. And then like um, some kid of, uh, across the desk said, oh, why is he getting our work? And then she said, oh, he will never be in top set anyways. He won't work with you. He'll just have the homework. And that was, like, the first time I was, like, so I'm trying to be better, but this woman over here that's supposed to be a teacher is already shooting my opportunity of even being the best down. So that's when, and but and then the, and this was, like, because you know when you said that you were doing Dragon Ball Z drawings? That was around the time I would do So people would praise my Dragon Ball Z drawings. Mm. They will praise all of my drawings and shit. They will praise me playing recorder, but they wouldn't praise me when I was doing academic work. Mm. So that's the type of stuff that happened to me. People will praise me when, um, whatchamacallit, like when, like when we were renovating my house um, back in the day and then like I say, oh, this colour doesn't match this. So you can't really have them together. You've got to paint the walls a different colour. And then my parents would be like, raw. But then when I'm like, oh, why is this? I'll be looking outside the window and asking questions about the world and stuff. And my parents didn't have answers or the adults didn't have answers. They'll just um, call, make me be the irritant of the conversation or mm. of the actual communication when, in fact, they just didn't have the bandwidth. They just didn't explore um, the possibilities that there is something more there. And it's only now that I'm an adult that has agency over my own learning that I can do those type of things. But right now, like, like we said in the earlier version, it's like it's not the thing that you're doing. Mm. 
Like, this is not where I'm going to be in 50. Like, like, when I said, if you think this is the start now, you're kidding yourself. This is, this is me flexing. Mm. I've only just got my computer six months ago. Only. Mm. I've only just, like, I'm, I'm only just getting the gist of, ooh, I'm working on socials. And it's like, mm. okay, let me make different types of fields. And then um, let me make, um, okay, this one goes on IG stories. This one goes on my blog. This one goes on YouTube. This one can go on Facebook. Okay, wait, let me make a platform for the Twitter one and all, all of these types of stuff. Okay, wait, what else? Let's do screen recordings and then, like, this is flexing, fam. This, is, this isn't even, like, this isn't even real execution. This is just, like, we're good. let's just try a bunch of stuff. Mm. Like, this, this conversation is, like, <laughs> this is us. Mm. This isn't anything else. This isn't us even flexing on anybody. Like, if we wanted to do that, mm. we would be talking numbers. <laughs> we would be. We would be, <laughs> like, but that's not the point. Mm. The point is, like, just the existence of the conversation. Like, this is not even the start. This is just, oh, okay, then. Like, let's, let's do the stretch. Let's, yeah, let's warm group. up. Mm. Let's warm up because, like, right now we're just in the slipstream. This isn't even the zone zone yet. This is not prime night mm. at all. <laughs> the, like, the event that I want to run in the end of September is not even, like, what my mind's eye really wants, but it's what um, the physical world can execute for me. But, yeah, fam, that's learning. That's it. Smashed it. Um... Oh, what, we time, finished? Bro. Yeah. I think that's time. All right, calm. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> Yo, look, I just want to say thanks to everyone that has been listening and sending sending love and good messages. Um, yeah, boy. Yeah, th thanks for that. Uh, stay tuned, bro. We're going we're, we're gonna to be sticking with this for a while. Like, this is something we're really enjoying doing. Um, and we're getting a lot of uh, great conversations out of it um, from our part. So just want to say thank you. Stay tuned uh, for the next one, which will be next Monday. Yes. Um, Every Monday. Then, stay yeah. safe. This is Nytypical. N-Y-T-Y-P-I-C-A-L. Yeah. N-Y-Typical. Damilari. And, and uh, Tyler Edwards. Lax Era. At Lax Era. L-A-X underscore E-R-A. Add uh, it up. And you can find us on socials, IG and Twitter at CamaraderiePod. If you can spell camaraderie, that's great yeah. for you. You're qualified. <laughs> that's the test. It's part of the test. You know what I mean? Whether you're worth, There's a test worthy totally. to be a listener, right? Yeah, trust me. Okay. Anyway, that's excellent, man. Have a great day.